Are you plagued by Facebook videos that are very obviously over-edited videos of aliens encounters? I might be. I'm a sucker. Are you constantly getting TikTok videos of giant sea serpents that are obviously made somewhere in Japan? Again, might be, but I'm a sucker. <laughs> then you're in the right place. Ah. This is strange shenanigans. Today, we'll be coming at you with one thing in mind. Hick Sunt Dracones. Time to go swimming. Here are dragons. <laughs> Those words, Hick Sunt Dracones, are the first written admission to the belief in sea monsters. Ooh. Put onto a map by the, uh, by the Romans. Then it's got to be true. Right. They were all in their right mind. Mm-hmm. They weren't drunk on grapes and high off of everything. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about some of the history of sea monsters today. Um, what are you talking about, Ashley? Uh, I'm a cool kid. I'm not going to talk about sea monsters. You're not? No. I'm going to talk about the actual scary creatures that are in our ocean right now. Ooh. Yeah, so I hope everybody's ready and everybody knows how to swim. And if you don't, it's, you're going to be the first one dead. But it's okay, because I don't know how to swim either. So I'm with you guys. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, to get us started. Hicks, Sunt, Jacones, here are dragons. These words are uh, Latin, and they were etched onto the eastern coast of Asia on the world's oldest terrestrial globe map. The Lennox Globe, dating to 1510. Uh, it's the that phrase is only found on one other item that was uh, an ornamental map cut into an ostrich egg. Weird. Yep. But as early as maps were made, people thought there were dragons in the ocean. I mean, why not? Mm -hmm. It's not not plausible. One example, below the thunders of the upper deep far, far beneath an abysmal sea is ancient, dreamless, uninvaded sleep, <laughs> the kraken sleppeth. There hath he lain for ages and will lie until latter fire shall heat the deep. Then once by man and angels to be seen, in roaring he shall rise on the surface die. Ooh. This is from Lord Tennyson, the British poet. In 1809 to 1892. So the Kraken is obviously the most famous sea monster. Not That's really because he's real. But uh, so the uh, there's multiple explanations as to why he doesn't exist and all this, which to me it's like true. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it, it's said to be a just the monstrosity of a being. So, I don't know. I find it hard to think that people mistook a squid or a whale for something that's supposed to be a mile and a half long. <laughs> right. You know? Um, another example. In 1873, a fisherman presented a squid arm, supposedly hacked off the animal when it attacked the men's boat, to the Reverend Moses Harvey, a prominent Canadian naturalist. Harvey wrote about the 19-foot-long arm. Ooh. 
I was now the possessor of one of the rarest curiosities in the whole animal kingdom, the veritable tentacle of the hitherto mythical devilfish, about whose existence naturalists have been disputing for centuries. I knew that I had held in my hand the key of the greatest mystery, and that a new chapter would now be added to natural history. No, tons of people didn't believe squids existed. They're like, you crazy sailors are drinking too much rum. You don't know what you're talking about. But they were right. Giant squids exist. Oh, yeah. And they did attack small fishing vessels. On the 6th of July, 1734, when off the south coast of Greenland, a sea monster appeared to us, whose head, when raised, was on a level with our mean top. Its snout was long and sharp, and it blew water almost like a whale. It was large, broad paws. Its body was covered with scales. Its skin was rough and uneven. In other respects, it was as a serpent. And when it dived, its tail, which was raised in the air, appeared to be a whole ship's length from its body. That's from Hans Egg, a Norwegian missionary. Later, the Bishop of Greenland. Well, there you go. (laughs) Once again, describing a giant squid which live in, in... those waters they absolutely do yes um let's see what else we got here. the book of sea life by conrad lycanthissens a german encyclopedia <laughs> writer published a book in 1557 showing the dangerous sea monsters that were on the open seas including an oversized lobster who would spear men with his antennas although these monsters Represent. were you know extreme a lot of the ones from his book would later be realized to have similarities to actual real animals. Uh, my favorite, which I didn't even know was a thing until like yesterday, was the uh, the sea monk monster or the <laughs> sea bishop monster. So, uh, the uh, in the fifteen hundreds, uh, illustrated. In a book by Swiss naturalist Conrad Gisner, uh, supposedly captured in Denmark and Germany, a giant creature that, when its head stuck out of the water, it looked like a uh, clergyman in with his pointy <laughs> hat and everything. Um, and they they named it the, uh, the the sea bishop. It was a squid's head. I get that. Yeah, I could see how that would happen. Could you imagine seeing that for the first time? Right? Yeah. So, there's lots of stuff out there. And there's lots of modern interpretations of whether sea monsters are real or not. But there's lots of descriptions also that lend towards it, the, a lot of things being animals that we now know. Like the giant sea serpent. Or fish. <laughs> or fish grows massively long and they're only seen right before something cataclysmic happens so you would imagine seeing an or fish and then you know being thrown into a horrible storm <laughs> afterwards you're like that was a fucking sea serpent it's trying to kill us yeah um uh the basking sharks like their bodies get all deformed and warped and disgusting if they die and then float back to the surface that's been like yeah, they're not Many very times. attractive. Yeah. They're more attractive than the blobfish. Mm-hmm. That thing's right. disgusting. It is really gross. <laughs> but there's lots of things that you would you would attribute, you know, as a sea monster. Like uh what's what's the 
the weird shark with the spear on his face. I can't remember that one. He's got all those jagged, the sawtooth shark. <laughs> yeah, those things live in deep, deep water, and you only see one when it washes ashore dead. Could you imagine walking down the beach and being like, holy shit, what is that? <laughs> right, never seen it before. What never, in the when world? When people weren't really, you know, the seafaring as they are now. <laughs> We still haven't finished discovering the ocean. There's still oh, no, species. there's still crazy There's hundreds crap of down species there. still discovered every year. It's crazy to think in 2023 we are still discovering new species. Yeah. In general. It is nuts. It's amazing. What do you got for us, Ashley? Well, I have real terrifying sea creatures. Mm-hmm. Because why stick with the myths? Right, let's hear it. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> So our first classic um, scary sea creature is the stingray. They have a deadly sting that has been known to actually kill people. And they like to hide, you know, because stingrays blend in with the ocean floor. So you don't really know until Mm -hmm. you step on them. Yeah. You're filming a documentary and then bam, right there, you're dead. Yeah. So they're considered not the most dangerous out there, but... They're deadly if a swimmer gets stung. They burrow in the sand of shallow waters. When you step on them, they sting you. And they live in tropical and subtropical waters around the world. And there's 220 different species. So if you're not wicked smart and you think it might not be a stingray and you get too close and then it's too late, you're dead. Or you got a big old hole in your calf muscle, one or the other. One or the other. And if that doesn't get you, the lionfish might get you. So lionfish have venom on their spines that cause incredible pain. They're beautiful, but stay away. And they're all named Cece. <laughs> they're all named Cece. They're also known as the zebrafish or firefish. They usually have red, white, and black stripes on them. And they have spiky fins that radiate out of their bodies. And Nothing says pet me like radiating <laughs> spiky fins, right? They are predators and hazardous to divers and fishermen. If you are stung by a lionfish, you will experience everything from extreme pain to vomiting, nausea, and difficulty breathing. Ooh. You'll experience diarrhea, heartburn, headaches, <laughs> and numbness. Their venom is rarely fatal, okay? But there have been examples of extreme allergic reaction resulting in you going to the hospital or death. death. I could safely assume, like, I'd be allergic to lionfish. <laughs> Sounds like everybody's allergic to it, to be honest. Like, like, if the pollen's high on the weather, I'm like, oh, I can't go out today. It's high pollen. Mm. So a lionfish would probably kill me. <laughs> But that's okay, because if a lionfish doesn't get me, a barracuda will. Barracuda. There are still people who don't think barracudas are real, like narwhals. They're like, oh, barracudas aren't real. Those things are nasty. (laughs) They have rows of razor-sharp teeth, and their flesh is toxic. Their skin is toxic. I'm sorry. Okay. They have very aggressive behavior, and that's mostly what they're known for. They live in salt water, so if you're here in Lincoln, you're fine. But if you're out of it, you're in trouble and they're going to eat you. I'm just kidding. They live in coral reefs near the surface. You should be able to see them because they live near the surface, so don't be dumb when you're swimming. They have jaws of fang teeth and a prominent recognizable nose shape. Their heads are pointed that give them an underbite like my puppy. <laughs> they can travel up to 27 miles per hour, which is faster than me. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes barracudas mistake snorkelers for prey and attack humans. So just don't 
scuba dive when you see them because they do live in shallow waters. Yeah. So normally you can see them ahead of time because they're like really obvious. You're like, hey, that's a barracuda. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe <clears throat> you can't tell because you're distracted by a sea snake. Ugh. They are highly toxic and less than one drop of their venom will kill you. <laughs> they're beautiful. Actually, for a snake, they are pretty cool looking. But no, <laughs> <laughs> these snakes can be fully aquatic. So they can't survive on land for very long. So if you're really fast running, that's good <laughs> for you. I'm dead though. They're found in warm coastal water. So again, if you're here in uh, the middle of Maine, you're fine. But if not, ha ha. They're often mistaken for eels. They breathe air, so they have to go to the surface regularly. And they are different types of species of the sea snake. So they go from gentle to aggressive. And you just have to hope you guess right. <laughs> Pretty much. Some sea snakes can be handled while others should be avoided. So don't do it unless you know anything at all. Or I just wouldn't bother personally. Right. But like something you should people just are stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> one species... Um, in particular, called the Hytrophis platerus, has a stronger and more potent venom than any snake in the world. Eesh. Some, although many, deaths have been reported. But that's okay, because if that doesn't scare you enough, a snail might scare you. A snail? A snail! Gary. Gary might be after you if he's a cone snail. And he's not, so it's okay. Gary's all right. But a drop of the cone snail venom can kill up to 20 humans. So not just you, Stan, you and 19 other people. That's crazy to think of. So this snail is actually really, really pretty. So sorry. But because it's a snail, it lives in a shell. Yeah. So most of these deaths are by people just... Picking walking, up shells, or yeah. just picking up shells. Yeah. So that's the problem. So these cone snails, remember the name, cone snails are a group of extremely venomous sea snails. And there are 600 different species in the world. They are capable of stinging humans despite their appearance, like I said, because they're a snail. They live on the ground as snails do. They have a shell. So you're going to pick it up or you're going to step on it. Not thinking anything, and then you did. <laughs> but they should never, ever, ever be handled. That's like the rule one, but I don't know. People in Australia probably will. <laughs> Their shells are often colorful. Like I said, they're beautiful, and they have interesting patterns. Unfortunately, because they're gorgeous, us humans are like, ooh, shiny. But they're so pretty that most predators are like, oh, hey, we're not going to go near that. So yeah. other sea animals are smarter than us people. <laughs> <laughs> Their venom is extremely toxic and is fatal to humans. But their venom has, is also part of a big study to see what medical uses it might have. So I'm interested to see if there's a big break. I tried to follow up on it, though, and I couldn't find a big break yet. So yeah. probably all the scientists are dead. <laughs> If you don't step on a snail on accident, you might step on a stone fish. Stonefish stone actually do look like rocks. Oh, it's yes. not their fault. But they have heart-stopping, extremely painful venom. They're regarded as the most dangerous living fish and is easily stepped on because it, it looks, looks like, like a, a stone, <laughs> like it blends right in. 
But luckily for me, they're not on the East Coast. They're found in the Indian and Pacific Ocean. So, haha. Uh, but their stings are excruciating and can result in death. Most commonly, swimmers step on these fish, pushing the venom into the bottom of their foot. Sometimes stings also result from swimmers picking up these fish, thinking that they're rocks, or picking them up when they wash up on the shore, thinking that they're rocks. But it's a pretty big rock. I mean, it's a really weird-shaped rock. It's not a big rock, but it's, like, you know, it's awkward-shaped, so... Hopefully, if you live on the coast, you're used to seeing weird things, and you wouldn't be like, oh, I must pick up this weird-looking rock. I don't know. Someone let me know, I guess, because I wouldn't pick up anything weird that washed up on the shore that would, like... Nah, I'm good. I'm just looking for messages and bottles and stuff. So, if that doesn't get you because you didn't, you know, see the snail and the stonefish you step on accidentally, you could once again go scuba diving and hang out with some triggerfish. Their bite can go right through your skin. Ow. Yeah. They're found in coral reefs, stretching from Australia to Thailand. So again, I'm safe. You're not. These fish are known to be aggressive. They bite divers that come too close to their nests, and they should be avoided if you're diving in coral reefs. So that's a very specific area. So if you're going scuba diving, stay away. They're 30 to um, inches long. And they feed on sea urchins, tube worms, coral, and mollusks. They have very aggressive behavior towards other fish and people. Their bites are not venomous, but they are very painful and inflict serious injury. So they're going to bite right through your skin, but by the time you get up from the ocean into somewhere taking care of it, you have an infection. So yeah. enjoy, guys. See, I don't learn how to swim. I don't have to know any of this. I'm fine. <laughs> The flower urchin is something else you have to watch out for because once again, we have venomous spines because God was like, people don't think we're going to make more venomous spines to get into you. They're the most dangerous urchins in the world. If touched, the urchin's going to deliver an excruciating sting that will send you to the hospital. They live in coral reefs, seagrass, and sandy environments, but you won't die. You'll just go to the hospital and be numb and have diarrhea. Ow. Like, could you imagine being numb and diarrhea? <laughs> That's pretty bad right there. We also have the blue ringed octopus. They, once again, have enough venom to kill 20 people. Yeesh. It's actually really pretty, especially for an octopus. So sorry. But they have blue is it, rings. Is it by itself? Does that make it an octopi? Oh. Once again, we're safe because they live on the Pacific and Indian Oceans. They have yellow skin, blue and black rings. And their normal prey is crabs, shrimp, and other small animals. Unless you piss them off. Because if stung, one can expect a total body paralysis. <laughs> Always a good time. This results in drowning if you're in deep enough water. Scuba diving. And then it has um, a tox a deadly side effect caused by tetrodoxin, a catastrophic chemical, when it comes in contact with humans. As of now, there's no known anti-venom. So if you get stung by this one, you did. And if that's not enough, we all know this one, right? The box jellyfish. Mm-hmm. They have enough venom to kill 60 people. That's a lot of people and a little creature. Right. 
I know, right? Will Smith got in the bathtub with one of them by himself. (laughs) They're the most dangerous jellyfish, and they top the list for most dangerous sea creatures in the world. There are 51 different species of this box jellyfish, and they tend to not look threatening. Its sting is life-threatening. Their sting can result in death in less than five minutes. So if you're stung, that sucks to be you. You're done. The box jellyfish can swim, which is different than many other jellyfish, which means they're capable of hunting and moving through the ocean at a quick pace. When a tentacle of this creature touches your skin, the venom, which is called nematocysts, attaches to your body and causes excruciating pain. And to cap it off, you dead. <laughs> and those are my most dangerous sea creatures for those of you who can swim. <laughs> I hope you're ready. <laughs> well, that's all we have to deter you from vacation this week, folks. I would like to know, which is scarier, the myth or the facts? Right? The, 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 the myth, you know, of these giant, colossal creatures that no one's ever seen before. Versus these little tiny animals that will kill you in five freaking minutes. <laughs> exactly. And give you excruciating pain. And diarrhea. And diarrhea. They like all cause diarrhea. That is like the worst <laughs> joke ever. First of all, you're going to die. And you're going to poop yourself you're to death. You're going to yourself as you die. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got for strange shenanigans today. It was pretty strange. It was. You can find us. On Twitter and Podbean under The Strange Show. And you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and the YouTube. And also Tumblr under Strange Shenanigans. Make sure you follow us. Because when we're not lazy, we put videos up. And you can watch us live in our studio. Which you can still name until our next season three. So you right. want to see. You can hashtag, see our unfinished plywood studio. <laughs> hashtag name our studio. Right. And give it any name. This is like the perfect opportunity to have some douche nation. Right, yeah. The home of the stick up Leslie Nope's butt. Absolutely. Exactly. That's Parks and Rec. Nobody's being vulgar. Okay. <laughs> right. So make sure you follow us, subscribe, and stay tuned because we have more coming every week. What? We have a crap together, man. We're grown ups. I don't see you on the strange side.